0: Hello and welcome back to just another football podcast. Back again after two weeks, and while you were away, the US men's national team had a dreadful international break. England had a dreadful international break. Ireland, Fergal, you—we were just talking then. You were at one of the games. How how did you how did you find Ireland's stint um,
1: away? Ireland, Ireland done um, Um, so-so probably wasn't a great international break lost to Scotland um, in a tight game um, and then just about got over the line against Armenia uh, which I was at um, oh wow was 2-0 up against Armenia looking like really really comfortable Mm -hmm. and then just complacency set in Switched off and um uh, they scored two goals and I think it was nearly two minutes um really yeah. really quickly and then Robbie and then we won a a penalty for a, a handball which I thought was fair but it was just it's one of those ones that was like it was lucky to get um, yeah
0: a bit harsh but you'll like it's it's okay yeah to give.
1: and then Robbie Brady scored the penalty and, which and it was it meant a lot to him because he hasn't been in the Irish team in a while and and um uh-huh. uh it's so it a celebration like a lot of passion there um scoring the winner Um so we avoided relegation um cool we, cool we just we just needed to draw to avoid relegation um so uh fingers crossed we get england in the next um nation's league um, I
0: really the what is out of my mouth there that's that yeah. should be interesting if that happens. And
1: Scotland w- are in the division above England there as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they, they went up. Um, which uh, I I love. I uh, this the thought of England getting relegated. I, I hadn't even come into my head. So I love the. I, I was already on board with the Nations League, and now I love it even more. Even the fact that you know Har- Harry hates international football. Doesn't really like the Nations League. And um and it's it's just it's just not been great for England, yeah. so I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, even and then the international break was good for the Chelsea players. Kai Havertz done well, Mason Mount done well. Um, yeah, but yeah, but Ireland on the whole, I think the performances were good, but the results haven't, been, which has been a common thread for Stephen Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's now he's basically had two campaigns where he hasn't been judged on results mm-hmm. that can't last. Uh, but also the results have been getting product. better though.
0: Like he he had the we, I think the first campaign he had like one win and weren't scoring goals at all. So I guess it's growing pains of like okay now we're finding the yeah. next level of being able to actually create chances and score. Um, but now it's about maybe controlling games. Is that is that fair?
1: Yeah, we, we done well against Scotland um scored early enough um and then get with John Egan um and we like were sort of sitting back on the counter attack we weren't really trying to play out but it wasn't like we were just hoofing balls up the pitch they were yep. like we were playing two up top so the Femi, who's been great for Ireland recently was doing really good hold up play and we were sort of Getting in behind, it was it was like it was clearly a, a decision made to to not play it from the back and just hit to hit the two strikers quite early, and get us up the pitch and, and it worked really well. Then uh, yeah. Then the second half, it was just uh, Scotland came on to it. at that moment. I thought we lacked a bit of control, um, and um, it's been a, who scored first? It was a penalty anyway. For handball was the winner, uh, and it was it was Jack Hendry scored uh from across um i thought egan maybe should have uh, defended it better but mm-hmm. um yeah it was on on the whole i think i think we're going in the right direction Cool, but there's only so so long you, you can go without getting results and and um we're in, we're third seed for the euro qualifiers so yeah. and at the start Stephen kenny said he wanted to win the nations league so it was we're 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 below. The results aren't uh, aren't matching the ambition of of even Stephen Kenny. But it's getting there, and um, it's it's getting there. But if if we had a if we had if we had to beat Scotland and, and not lost Armenia in the first game of the Nations League, you know we we'd we'd be a second seed and avoiding France and England for the mm-hmm. euro qualifiers now now we have the possibility of getting France or England in the euro qualifiers yeah and making it a lot harder for ourselves so we'll see how that goes but we'll it, 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 if if we get through with a with an easy group it's sort of like a double edged sword if we get a tough group you know the expectations are less than Stephen Kenny yeah so no less pressure if if we get a group that are, that's okay then we're, we're going to be expecting to qualify for the euros i i personally think we should be qualifying for the euros just for the how many oh, teams are in it like there's 20 but there's just by logically 24 teams that's especially half the teams in europe qualify. Yeah. For the to be fair teams so like if you're not it, in the top even, half man. of teams like what does that say about ireland like we we, we definitely should be at that level and yeah there's ne- i think i think this next campaign he'd be judged on results and I think that's fair enough now because he has he's ha- has had a while.
0: Cool. Well, you've you've done better than the U.S. Anyway, I uh, there's yeah. A... What what was the with the U.S.? Oh my God. Well, there's there's a there's a there's a worry that Greg Berhalter doesn't actually know his teams enough, um, or like the the players on his team. So for context as well, and this is something I I, I learned recently that Greg Berhalter was actually fired before from Hammerbee because of the lack of attacking play. In this World Cup cycle I think we had we had zero shots on target total, I believe. Oh, I think um, I did hear that. Yeah. No goals of course. No uh I think in total six or seven shots. Players playing in the wrong positions and the wrong roles. Like, Weston McKinney was tasked with being the main... Weston McKinney was being a playmaker, the main playmaker. We were playing right. a 4-3-3 in a team that starts Brendan Aronson, a main, like, the main number 10 in the entirety of the United States of America. Having played there for Leeds and excelled there, in my opinion, my biased opinion anyway, as a number 10. And we're, and uh, the other the other shocking thing is... Uh, Jordan Pefock who's the Union Berlin striker um at the time yeah, of the international that. break what's his name uh, Jordan <laughs> Jordan Piefock. um Pief- yeah <laughs> Fock. yeah his name is Jordan Pefock he used to be known as Jordan Cibachu uh but then he wanted to change to Pefock like yeah stuff like that um i think Fock is his mother's maiden name something like that okay but anyway now he just writes Jordan at the back of his shirt which i find pretty cool Uh, He was uh, left at home despite scoring three goals in three games for Union Berlin to start the season. Uh, And we are playing. We we started um, Ricardo Pepe, who had, Mm -hmm. after he was called up, he scored his first goal. Uh, He's at Groningen in in the Netherlands. And he scored his first goal in 11 months at club level. After he got called up.
1: They're the ones that play in green.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The Iron Robins team, is it? Yeah,
0: that's the one. Uh, And he, after he was called up, he scored his first goal in 11 months. So we are taking him and leaving Peefock at home. And it's just a bit mind-bending. And, uh, yeah, it hasn't. Hasn't done anything. The kits are dreadful as well. So like the whole feel around the 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 U.S. men's national team is. uh, Yeah, I don't know
1: how I feel about like the crest in the middle. Um, some of some of them. I I actually I didn't mind the American one.
0: The one of them. No, I do. And one of them was terrible. I do, I do. I'm gonna go on record now and say that that the uh, there's a tweet that went out, and I just wholly agree that. The U.S. Men's National Team first kit looks like a Walmart, like blank right, T-shirt okay. that you can yeah. buy for five dollars and customize for like a youth club team. The awake, yeah. the blue one looks like a tie dye done by a four-year-old. It's dreadful, and they're selling for two hundred dollars plus. It's it's just and a steal. it hurts as well because the the Mexico kits are unbelievable. The Mexico kits are unreal. And some of the Nike kits are good as well. Like a Nike have done a, an overall bad Nike job, are so but hit, I mean. the Saudi Arabia kit is unreal. It's so yeah. I know. I know. I was so like, cool. I was looking at
1: some kits for the World Cup. I might get. I was like tempted by Mexico, and then I was like looking at Saudi Arabia. Go, oh, that is nice, but I can't
0: be, I can't get a Saudi <laughs> Arabia kit, <laughs> but it is yeah. really nice. It's really cool. Um, but goddamn no. sports washing. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no moving away from uh internationals a bit and uh i just want to talk about the last week for a little bit Virgo, because uh i'm sure i'm sure you've seen the the twitter and our twitter as well uh i was involved in a uh like week-long charity stream yes. for cancer research uk um and i just wanted to like give a shout out here to everyone that was involved Maltese falcon who uh, invited me on that uh, giving the call up and Jack the cult of, who uh put everything together um to make it work and spent in the middle he works for uh for Sports Interactive and it's obviously a really busy time for them and for him to be able to put up with uh you know organizing 20 streamers or something uh, over a week uh like you know we're live all of the time, so he's having to like, yeah. monitor everything and uh, get things together. There's a lot more than we imagine that happens happens behind the scenes to let something like that happen. And we've managed to raise at the end something above 2,700 pounds, which is genuinely incredible. Incredible. So, um, just wanted to thank everyone for getting me involved. Thank everyone for the money that we've uh, been able to raise in such difficult times. Of course, in in the UK, um, and the you know the recent. Because of living crisis. It's not easy to just give up some, some money half out of pocket. Um, but it was a great cause. Of grace. It was a great event, and uh, yeah, just delighted to to have been involved. But on that note, let's move on to the weekend because Liverpool, and we're it's not the highlight event of of the of the weekend because there was a Manchester derby that had nine goals in it. But I really want to talk about Liverpool again. And we've mentioned their attacking problems, Salah not getting as many shots away, their work rate issues. And I was hoping this, this international window would be a kind of a reset. But yeah. no. But no. We, we, we go to an up-behind to Brighton. Bring it back to 3-2 and then throw it away. And... There's a different issue that I wanted to highlight here, apart from the goal scoring and chance creation. But first of all, did you did you see the game at all? Do you have any?
1: No, I th- I saw. I haven't even seen all the goals. I saw. I saw. I think the the two Trossard goals at the start. Yeah. Um,
0: they were carbon yeah. copies of each other. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Brighton again, saw so a run. You know, lose the lose their great manager, and it looks like they've got another. Class manager in Deserby off, off a, a really good start. Um and um and, and to move moved Trossard further up the pitch and got a hat trick. So like yeah. <laughs> yep. Brilliant first, start for them really.
0: First hat trick by an opposition at Anfield since twenty twelve. Uh, or Twenty eleven? You know 2011? 2011? uh I, oh no, two thousand and nine, our Shavin, I think
1: right okay yeah yeah according right. to
0: my dad so it's a, it's gonna be according to be in sports because that's what he wants being sports middle east that's what he will be watching
1: <laughs> um
0: so uh, you know that's that's my source
1: your your dad your dad doesn't have like a, a big database or a record book of 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 uh
0: of hat tricks and no. no he just started on the channel and uh told it told me about it we we uh talked about it uh, this morning um but no so what the Zerbi does in general is he's really interesting because his press is really, 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 really high. But in terms of the attacking side of his game, he invites pressure to a scary extent all the way up to his own penalty box. So the problem now that we had is that we played right into De Zerbi's hands. And Jurgen Klopp mm-hmm. mentioned like not being able to prepare enough for the game because it was the Zerbi's first game for Brighton, of course. But at least you can study what the Zerbi does and recognize that our pressing has not been uh, not as good necessarily because actually we're better pressing now as, as a, in terms of a successful press. The success mm-hmm. percentage of press has gone up by 6% since last season, but we're not pressing enough. Uh, attacking third pressures have gone down from last se- from um from last season from yeah 45 press- presses to 37 so that's a dramatic drop middle third pressures uh we uh it, that's gone down by about 6 or 7 as well uh we're 15th in in pressures of the middle third and that's most of where the press happens really across the league um so we're not pressing as high as we do but when we attempt to press you know we we are successful but we don't do it enough so mm-hmm. what happens is and that's what's not picked up by the stats we tr- we we go and you know step up as if we're going to press right and then we don't so the, the the gaps appear. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what the Zerbi does. He waits for gaps to appear because of players getting out of position, starting to press, and that just played right into his own hands. So the first two goals were, and the third goal I think was a perfect example of that. Um, but especially the first two, um, I think I, it was I, I like find... a symbolic goal of Liverpool's problems was the the third one, especially because of the way Trent was beaten. Down the left and uh, Jurgen Klopp's, you know, rightfully so. He was trying to defend him from the, I guess, perception that he isn't a, a good defender. Um, but right now he isn't.
1: Yeah. Did you agree with that? The the I saw I saw it, like you you were because yeah. I I to be honest I didn't I I was like I I I think he's he's rewrote what people are are having to go at um at Trent for, okay. I don't way- think. I I I like because he was like he was saying like you know, you know the everybody's given off that he's he's he keeps getting called out at, at yep. right back, but maybe 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 people that don't understand football are saying that. But from but I've the main things I've seen are like the clips where someone mm-hmm. just runs past him, yeah, uh, or or he 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 let he let he lets the player go that he's meant to be marking. Yeah, those are the clips I've seen more of, rather than, um, you know, when when a team switches it o- over his head to to yeah. to to the left wing spot. But of course, he's 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 more of an attacking player, so that space is going to be left open, especially yeah. when Jordan Henderson isn't playing as well and isn't in the team as much. That was a, a big role of his was to cover for Trent. So yeah, I I I thought he was sort of like it was a good it was a good attempt to spin the story on trent Mm -hmm. i and then it like again i think it was Transplant showing up like poor header in a dangerous area for the second goal loses it and then and then goes on so it's 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 more about his individual errors and just switching off rather than like stuff that it's clear he's just going through bad form and he, he should be able to fix for Trent, it's coming at a terrible time. Like, there's no way he's anywhere near that England squad. Southgate won't is too cautious of a manager to have to have uh, Trent That's anywhere near the first team.
0: That's true. I think. Okay, so this is a complex issue because Trent of this season is bad. Like, we know that. Mm-hmm. The way I understood it is, I don't know what the question was, but the way I understood it is, he's responding to the. Overall perception of Trent, and we know that this season's Trent is way off form, and it's not the Trent yeah. we know.
1: And I, you, you can forgive a player. I think it would have been more. I think it would have been more realistic if he had it been like, look, Trent knows we're he's all off form. We're all off form. Yeah, he he knows the standards dropped. Yeah, but he, we 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 believe that he'll get back to to where. I think that would have been would maybe. Have been really maybe you need to be careful how you word that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, because then it goes into crisis mode or whatever. But. Mm. I, I think I think addressing it like that would have been more honest. I just yeah. thought he sort of I I didn't hear the question, but he's basically commenting on on the talk about Trent. I don't think he really addressed that.
0: Yeah, Klopp's not a diplomatic man, uh no. in terms of the He'll his best to the hill. But in terms of whether or not or I I agree with it, um in the context of the overall player Trent is, I do the he was, I think he was addressing the, uh, because there was a perception before that Trent is just not a good defender, full stop. And that includes last season, when we were our best version in a long time, since we won the Champions League, really. So, I don't know. It's From that point of view, I agree with, with Klopp. From the point of view of this season, Trent's not putting a foot right. So it's and and there's this other thing he didn't address, Jurgen Klopp, the the fact that Trent is playing this inverted wingback thing and getting like you know in a double pivot. It's something really uh, similar to what Carl Walker did at the start of the season, and he didn't do it today, which is really interesting. It's getting in like way in field and getting into a double pivot with Fabinho, even at defending, and. For some reason, or next to Jordan Henderson, I'm sorry. And for some reason, that right hand side is just like right center back and right full back positions are being covered by the same player, which is Joe Matip, And I just don't know what the thinking is, or if it's just players not carrying out instructions. I I don't know, but Trent is dreadful now, right now, <laughs> and it hurts. It hurts because uh, yeah, it's it's an awkward. We've room, written like... off the league already.
1: Yeah, look, and 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 like I don't think it's, I don't think it's awful for Liverpool. That it, like as long as they get top four, it, it's a rebuild season. They've been they've been yeah. overperforming and and losing someone like Mane. It is going to take at least a season to to rework it and get up to City's level. And it doesn't have the city. I mean, nobody's near city. Like, uh, yeah, as we'll go on to talk about it.
0: You know what? We're we'll, we're gonna go ahead and talk about Man City. Uh, after we've talked about Arsenal. And they're in North London Derby with Tottenham Hotspur. Harry's joining us next. Hi, Harry. Hello. Good did evening. You, did you get any tingling sensations this time from suddenly appearing in the... <laughs> Maybe uh, not tingling
2: sensations from that, but at, at sort of half past one yesterday during the game, I can't, ah. I can't say I didn't you know, get a few tingling sensations. Uh, what a transition. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I know. Uh, listen, mate, we're professionals here. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: You've been host before for a long, long time.
2: Listen, mate. You'll get there one day, mate. You'll get there one day. Yeah, man. Tricks of the trade.
0: Talk to me. Talk to me.
2: What do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I want to talk about Arsenal, Harry. I want to talk about Arsenal. Give me your thoughts on the game. There you go. Um,
2: Yeah. I I think um, the most important thing was to win. uh, And we did that. I think we played pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. but I would have taken like any form of victory, I suppose is what I'm saying. Um, I kind of like, and, and I might you know, jinx us, but I've reached a stage where I know what to expect from our performance and I'm pretty confident that, that we'll play well most games. And this mm-hmm. one was kind of no different. Um, the only thing was could we sort of manage what they would do because I think that the way the game was going to go, you knew the way both teams would approach it. They would let us have the ball. We would take the ball. We'd take the territory. And... It's a game both teams are comfortable playing and you feel like you're on top and you're controlling it. But then you're sort of in the back of your mind you're thinking, obviously, that's kind of where they want you as well. So, you know, there's a little bit of trepidation there. And obviously going in at time 1-1, it's one of those that sort of could go either way. Mm. Um, but I think we were really good in the second half and it, it's kind of been a, f- uh, a feature of our performances this season is... We've started games well, and we've started uh, second halves well. So started in both halves very fast, and you know obviously the red card makes it easier to close the game out. But it was a really good effort in that first 15 minutes of the game, first 20 minutes of the game will be scored the opener, and then again in the first 15 minutes of the second half before the red card, obviously comes from a mistake. The second goal, but you don't get that, you don't get those sort of breaks if you're not in the position to take advantage of it and i suppose that's my overall takeaway away from this game is yes it was decided in moments spurs made mistakes we scored you know a world of an opening goal um but i i I just think and and i think like going into this it was always going to be contrasting styles and it would become a referendum on which one is more effective not just in this game but kind of projecting on for the rest of the season um And i've always felt and it's easy for me to sit there in this position now having won the game i think the way spurs play demands a lot more perfection at both ends of the pitch so they have to defend well they can't make mistakes and you're actually relying on the opposition not putting the ball in the top corner from 20 yards which let's be fair they usually don't like it's a sort of if you're playing a percentages game you're much happier for them to maybe shoot from there than you are go to the byline cut it back or whatever but it can go in. That's football. Like Those shots can go in. Um, you know, Your keeper can make mistakes. So I suppose my point is that if those things completely derail your game plan and they can happen, is your game plan flawed from the start? Now they might argue no because they finished last season well. They obviously got into the top four. It's well documented. They had a good start to this season so far. So I, I just think it depends what side of the argument you come down on with Spurs. Has this result been coming or is it just one of those days you're up against a you know, a good side and the moments went their way, kind of as they do with the home team in this fixture, Um, you know, it can happen. But I'm I'm pleased with the way we approached the game. We didn't really adapt for Spurs. We did what we do and did it pretty well. There were, you know, a couple of hairy moments on the counter-attack, as they usually are in in Tottenham games. But, very pleased with the win. We needed to do it. Needed to get this monkey off our back because we're sort of being criticised for not beating teams that we haven't yet played. It's like they haven't beaten any good teams. It's like, well, we've only played one, and we, you know, on another day we could have beaten Man United. So we needed to win this, yeah. and and we did. So very right. pleased with that.
0: It was it was so important. That's a great point. it's So important for the context of Arsenal season, I think, and the way other teams in the league perceive them, and the way fans perceive them uh, in terms of you know getting a win against a actual like perceived title contender early on tottenham um, definitely like
2: us and Tottenham this season like, I don't think we'll challenge the title like we can come on to that maybe but we're in the we're looking we're in the same sort of space us and Spurs like I don't think there'll be more than a couple of positions between us and the table either way yeah. so if you're looking at it as a head- to head you know, we need to win that. You need to win your home games, especially. You can't lose them. That's like, if, if I'm being a realist, just like, don't lose. If you have to take a draw, take a draw. But if you can win, it's really important. And, you know, they fancied their chances. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think that they were coming into the game thinking we haven't lost. We beat them to top four last season. We, I think they hadn't so lost. On, in something like that.
1: Form as well. Yeah,
2: someone coming into form at, the, you know, the right time. They hadn't lost in 13 games, I think, Spurs, kind of dating back to in the last season, yeah. uh, in the league, that is. So, important win. And, and they're not a bad side. Like I'd love to sit here and just absolutely hammer them because I can't stand them, obviously. But, like, you've got to give credit where credit's due. They've got a very... He's an expert in what he does content, whatever you think of his football. And I think it kind of has its pros and its cons. But, you know, you know that they're not going to give you an easy game. And you know that they've got match winners. And... That's a dangerous task. You can see why they've given the likes of Man City and Liverpool two exceptional sides of last season a difficult game when they've played yeah, them. Um, you know they, took, they 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 didn't deserve a draw against Chelsea earlier this season, but they took no. a draw off them. Like you can you can see what they do; they stay in games and they back themselves when the moments come that they will take the chances. So, just important to win. Really, really important to win.
1: suppose the whole like. The thing with Spurs is like it really depends what way you you you're looking at the team as yeah. to um, what you think of them because and what I mean by that is a positive Spurs fans were saying look we're we're unbeaten um, we're we're getting results uh, you know that's a sign of a good team getting results not playing well yeah. Um, and, and we're, but they, they were only one how many points off were they going into that? They right? were one point off us and level with one, one point off, and they're like, and you know, Son hasn't been good yet. Yeah, it's like we've not even
2: played well yet, but we've yeah, got these like,
1: results. There's this sort of thing like we're, we're not our potential is higher than, than Arsenal because of the, the top quality players in the team, mm. um, that haven't yet played their, their, uh, their ability or perceived ability. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't know their the best eleven yet as well. So the the but I'm i I'm a bit more confident about Spurs missing out. I like mm. I I do get that because I'm think I'm thinking like Chelsea were struggling. We'll see how Graham Potter goes, but if Spurs play do click into gear, Chelsea are going to be in trouble. But I don't like starting. Whenever I've like Chelsea have played like that so many times where you know the performances haven't been great and you're getting over the line, but it comes I don't, it's bad if
2: you're starting a season like that. It's just whether you think that's a good thing or not. Like, is it we're playing badly, so when we start playing well, we're going to be frightening, or is yeah. it we're playing badly and we're getting lucky, and as soon yeah. as the luck runs out, we and we don't get the results, then we're going to be struggling. Um, it, it, as you said, it depends what side of the argument you come down on. What well, would... it
1: also depends what way of Conte is speaking to the team about it. Is he yeah, saying if if I uh, like, I I imagine he he's demanding more. But like, if if he's coming in after like the Chelsea result, going unbelievable odds to get to get a draw from the position you're in. But yeah. at the same time, like. On another day, Chelsea would have hammered Spurs. I,
2: mean, oh, I think, and had you, you, you definitely could have, and had you, I think the perception around their performance yesterday would have been far different. If you assume yeah. the result ends up the same, and it's we've gone to Chelsea and been poor and lost, gone to Arsenal and been pouring out execution and lost, I think they'd be getting a lot more criticism than they probably have to this point in the season. Um, like it's very bend, don't break stuff. Let the other opposition have the ball. They'll get lots of shots. They're not going to get shots from great positions. They'll put crosses in and then we'll hit them on the break. And we won't play well for a lot of the game. But when we do play well, we'll get chances and we'll take them. Um, I, look, I, I don't particularly rate the way they're trying to play. I think that as soon as the results stop coming, if they do, you're going to have difficulty convincing players to continue doing it. And I know that. In 2022, Mourinho yeah. isn't as good a manager as Conte, but it was exactly the same sort of thing when Mar- it went very wrong very quickly for Mourinho. If you remember that season, they were top and of the for league. I'm Conte. Chelsea it went very wrong. Yeah, really, and, and, very and second season at Chelsea for Conte. But if you think back to Mourinho's second season at Spurs. They were top of the league, I think, in November or December. It was oh, like,
0: Deli Alley was playing like out of his shell and uh, And and they, they just like, went to pot. On the they abs- stuff. Yeah.
2: They completely went to pot and and he was sacked like three or four months later. As soon as the results stopped coming, I think yep. the players gave up on him. Now, I'm not saying the same will definitely happen here, but it's a it's a big like six weeks for Spurs now because if they go into the World Cup we have a few more poor results and and the manager, the problem with the manager as well, is he's constantly getting linked with a move away. There's kind of this feeling that he's like on the edge. And I know he dismissed it kind of as he should do pre-game, but I don't know. It all feels a little bit, and I, I, maybe I'm talking myself into this because I'm a yeah, little bit biased. But like, <laughs> it, I, I don't know. I feel like, I, I, look, they're, they're a good side and he's a good manager, but there's a little bit of a kind of a frailty to it all. Like it could come unstuck quicker than I think people think. Yeah. Um, when you look but at the profile, it, it all
1: depends on like the like next run. run result. they went on; they were unbeaten, so it was it was positive. But if you're looking at the actual games, you're like, you know, you have the opinion we do. Yeah. If, if but if if it then if it now turns sour after losing the losing convincingly the North London derby, then it like the narrative will flip completely, and you know all these all these. Good performances will now be t- they will be changed. To go, but they got lucky in those when they were doing well. So yeah. it it's it's it, it Spurs is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, just speaking about the game, I could not get over Emerson's red card. I I uh, yeah. I I I, really, I I I was shocked that like the even the pundits were saying it was a red card. There's this is very one of those little, little force behind it, and it's not like. Mm. It, it's it, like I, I don't know how many times i've seen a version of that sort of fail okay and it's, it's a yellow card at most
0: so you know I, what, I have like, some some thoughts yeah I'm go on, on. Like that. no no go for it man. no no you are at the ground you're the arsenal fan here I'm, I'm <laughs> well, all i was
2: gonna say because i've i've spoken on this podcast before about games being refereed kind of within the context of like the match that's being played it's a derby like challenges go in like that it's yeah. a silly tackle, it's lazy, it's definitely a yellow card. Definitely. It's one of those where you go, if he, if he doesn't get sent off, he's not going to get sent off by VAR, but you go, he's quite lucky, he's clumsy. I and thought it's a bit it was a turn, I thought it was clear and obvious it wasn't a red card. Uh, yeah, I look, I wouldn't have mm. uh, had he not been given it, I certainly wouldn't have been demanding it. I think once they get given, there's a high bar to overturn them.. Yeah. I, I just think it's one of those he's been chasing the ball all game, and he's just quite clumsy. It just looks clumsy.
1: Um, the, the, yeah. like you said, within the context of the game, like there were so many challenges that would just let go on. Yeah. Um, it, it really didn't fit in at all. No, I'm not and complaining though. The, the, this <laughs> is this is the one thing about the the change in you know a, it need to be a higher th- threshold of physicality for for fouls to be given now and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with that idea. that You're trying to let let the game let it flow uh, and all the rest of it. Yeah. My issue is, though, is that it's more likely there'll be inconsistencies if there are less definitive rules on what is a foul. And this is case in point. It's like, you know, so, some... It's literally down to the rest interpretation. But within the game, there's going to be more inconsistencies. There's going to be fouls given because the referee didn't quite see it. Uh, and then there's not. Whereas whenever it's, it's a harsher... Um, lower threshold for for physicality. It's easier to have a consistency w- with what is a foul Yeah, I, I like that's my that's my main issue with it. And then if you listen to second captains, you, like me and Ali do, and hear Ken early, he makes a good point. Like like the play all the great technical small diminutive players like Bernardo Silva and like Jack Grealish and stuff like that. They, they they wouldn't they wouldn't have existed years ago. Um, uh but because of the you, you just get chopped down and you can't see. Have to be protecting yourself instead of thinking about going forward uh, and driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's led to a more pro- progressive game and that sort of thing. So I'm 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 not. I thought I would be a fan of Let It Flow and sort of like as James Alcott would say, get the get up rule. Yeah. I, I, there's some things I like it for, but I I I don't think it. I I don't like the inconsistency is is the most is the thing I dislike the most. Yeah. About, well, about the new rules.
0: A few weeks ago we had uh we had a whole like 20 minutes about referees in general and uh like a huge yeah huge rant from the three of us I suppose that yeah. was uh, at the time. I'm not going to I'm not going to get, get into it. the like criticizing referees and stuff but um I think they made a mistake with the, and like that sort of announcement of uh, making the threshold higher because there's no threshold anyways. Like That's something that's completely subjective and dependent on the opinion of referees. And that will always be the case, by the way, because football is a game that is constantly going unless there is a foul or there is a like the ball goes out of play or there's a goal. Yeah. But as long as the ball is in play, it is in play. It's mm. being passed foot to foot. People are dribbling. So there aren't those like natural stoppages. Uh, in terms of what you... In terms of refereeing for the context of the game, that's not something I support because the that's also subjective. And you you have to apply the rules regardless, in my opinion, whether it's in the first minute, whether it's the last minute, it's a North London derby, mm-hmm. it's Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bournemouth. Oh, I hear you. Um, but as this decision itself goes, I completely hear what Fergal's saying about it's a, a yellow... That was the... Uh, co-commentary team at NBC's, like, they were, why is yeah, it just not saw, a yellow? They were like, all saying it weren't
2: they, afterwards. Yeah, why
0: um, is it just not a yellow? Um I see why he gave a red card, and I think it's down to his opinion, too, because he saw Martinelli was dribbling nowhere. He was going backwards. He going backwards. Uh Emerson Royale just stomped at his foot no attempt to get the ball whatsoever in a in, on his standing foot while his toe was pointing to the ground so a little bit more first more force and his ankle would have been broken so i think from the danger aspect of it i get it But there record.
1: wasn't that force there, uh, there, 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 well, there really wasn't that much force well, well that's that's the. subjective no, part That's subjective part and it's down is to quite the you can measure force like and it's measure quite force. easy to <laughs> To the, the, you know, there's probably there's probably you know when they do test crash dummies and all, they well, know the force like, like break in... bones and and they 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 could measure that. Oh. So it's, like I, although they haven't measured there, you can see it you know what a it, like it, it, even the angle he came, he can't. It was like a a vertical motion. Like he he it was literally standing on. Like it was cat. He caught it is what well, his calf came down on his foot. I don't know how many times I've seen it. I just I couldn't get, could not get over it. Was a, it was a red car? Like, yeah, I was it, delighted because it means Matt Doherty's going to get in the team. Yeah, was terrible. Yeah.
2: Good God, they don't. I mean, you can see why he's not been playing when he come on for the last fifteen minutes. My <laughs> goodness me. He he
1: he'll, he'll get he'll get back up the speed. He, he wasn't great with Ireland either. Um, yeah, he didn't international break, but he'll uh, get. He'll get.
2: That's my.
0: I. I would have. I, I'm okay with the red card. I. I would have been absolutely. Yeah, I'm okay that. with
2: it as well, man. Give Spurs red cards every game. Just keep doing it. Like that's that's, that's refereeing. I'll that's never complain awesome. about I, it. Anthony, Anthony Taylor absolutely. as well. Again. Yeah, he was just making yeah. up for the red card he should have given Romero back in uh, back in August. So yeah.
0: true, can't true, argue true. with that one. Okay. Um, the last one, the big one, the most goals, the uh, uh, the the biggest hammering. Manchester uh, City 6, Manchester United 3, Erling Holland, Erling Holland with a hat-trick of hat-tricks on pace to score 60 Premier League goals, which probably Foden not going to happen. Hat- well, well, is it going to happen, is it not? Yeah, yeah a do- a double a hat-trick, hat-trick in this game. Yeah. Double hat-trick, um, but Man United did manage to uh, score three at the end. Some abysmal... Yeah, showing defensively by united i have to say the the team selection was incredible not to include casemiro and play uh, scott mm. mctonny as his sole defensive midfielder uh yeah. what, what what what's what's, what's ha- like they they had four wins in a row and then this <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Well,
2: no, but I, like, so I don't think it's that surprising when you actually like they had four wins in a row. But you have got to look at the context within each game, right? Liverpool were dreadful and were missing players and have we been are. poor all season, as you've already discussed. Yes. Um, Southampton they won one nil, but they could have easily lost one nil. It was one of those games where like first goal wins, and you wouldn't have complained either way. It was just a tight game. Mm-hmm. Um, Leicester are poor, and then the Arsenal game, which is probably the most interesting one there. It was. <laughs> I'm not going to say similar to today's game, but I could see similarities in that City just have better players in the final third that like make the pass, finish the goal. In that game against Man United, we got to the edge of the box so many times and cocked it up with a final action. On another day, it wasn't like they were just preventing us getting into dangerous positions and defending really well. They were sat deep and we just didn't execute and they stole the first goal and stole goals on the counter. So I'm not going to say I expected them to concede six, but what I will say is I, I don't think they've been as defensively solid as what they'll have you believe. They've sat very deep. It's well documented they've played the deepest line in the Premier League this season so far. Now, part of that is because of who they've played. But part of it is also because their defenders aren't great. And let's be honest, Eriksen and Fernandez are not very good defensively. Like, they don't track runners. You watch the first goal Eriksen just completely switches off oh yeah he shouldn't be marking Haaland on the second goal from the corner so maybe I, I don't but but like it's it's his man um at least, give him that that like, at least like make him goal yeah it, it, I've got to be honest like I just don't think that they're, they're anywhere near the finished article yet and City obviously are oh, yeah. so like it isn't that surprising to me that City ended up three goals better today I know it was 6-1 at one point but like yeah. They are just way, way, way ahead of where Man United are, and showed that in you know in some style today. I mean, I didn't expect anything less, to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, Casemiro maybe didn't start because of the South American internationals ending so late, and uh, I think he'll be in now. I,
2: I, uh, I, I, he I will think. Be, yeah. I think with that, this, this. this well, I, I think this will be kind of like the Brentford game where. They lost heavily and then he just kind of made a few changes. And I think this will be similar where he found something that's worked for a few games. I think that's what he's going to have to do this season is kind of stumble across short-term solutions because he hasn't got the players at this point to implement a style that will work every week. I think it's literally just going to be like patching things up, trying to find solutions on the day. And then as soon as something stops working, try something else. I think he's going to have to tinker quite a bit because simply put, at this moment in time, They don't have the players to play expansive football. They can't press from the front. They don't keep the ball. I mean, the the worst part about it today, and their defending was awful, but their use of the ball was shocking. When you look at Man City's team, there was chances to get out that Man City defence and midfield when you consider Rodri wasn't playing, Laporte wasn't playing, Stones wasn't playing, Diaz wasn't playing. It's probably the weakest back six that Man City will field all season. And yet Man United's use of the ball was awful. I, like genuinely horrendous
0: although i have to say Akanji, awesome today awesome 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 the, the, the yeah it looks he looks good like, but... gets gets out of the def- like breaks a couple of defensive lines for man well it's man united the, the of course their defensive performance was dreadful but the way he managed to carry it out um and actually start attacks multiple yeah. times was fantastic in my opinion um i've 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 been uh, impressed so well
2: yeah i mean it just looks like another good signing for man city like although shopper,
0: it, yeah. ca- it comes from uh, the Bundesliga league from Borussia Dortmund, and uh, uh, uh well and i know it was
2: not anymore. when they when they sold him as well like there was dortmund fans that wanted rid of him like it, it wasn't i'm not saying he's a bad player there but they're like they didn't yeah. seem particularly sorry to see him go yeah so,
0: I, I didn't I, I got that vibe as
2: well um um Absolutely. look man city are good man city are going to win the league i mean like <laughs> 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 there's nothing new at this point like we, <laughs> we know what they are we know what holland is um but it was a great look they scored six goals that's the thing this season what i will say is they are conceding goals like okay maybe it shouldn't have been 3 today but they are conceding goals they're scoring 3 plus every game pretty pretty much yeah. it, yes it's first, very difficult first team...
1: First thing to do is like, I think it was three consecutive goals at home. Um, or not? Uh, for I think it's their eighth game. Yeah, in the that's game. the eighth, eighth game, game in a row. row. they uh,
0: three. They've scored three or more, mostly more, at home goals at home. Yeah,
1: and it was first time since like Spurs. Spurs and,
0: in the
2: sixties. Yeah, back when they used to win the league that that one yeah. time in sixty one. Yeah, that that one time um, sixty years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. I I also wanted to uh, give a mention to the third goal. Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Haaland on the same team is cheating. Never do yeah. it again. So the Premier League needs to do something about this and force City to sell. Someone. They shouldn't be
2: allowed to field them at the same time. That's no, what I yeah. think. Uh, that yeah, like, has to be they, the
0: stipulation. They should do
1: like they should make like Haaland uh, and and uh, De Bruyne you have to do like you know like three-legged race sort of thing. So tie tie their <laughs> their two two feet together something like well, that well
0: holland's gonna win. he's just gonna jump like yeah i mean like, he's gonna dive. yeah There's, he has a lot more more power um graham lasso i think it was was uh saying a good commentary today if we tie ha- holland's feet together he probably would score headers
2: he's, yeah he, he's found this kind of newfound prep because i i never thought he was that good in the air i certainly didn't have not because he's small or anything but like he wasn't fantastic yeah, I've, I've I've rarely seen. Yeah, but this season he, he he looks like he's sort of taken it to a new level with some of the a couple of the headers he scored. He looks, uh, he he just looks the complete package. And I hate to see it, to be honest, but it, it's pretty scary. He's already scored more goals than Lacazette managed in his best ever season at Arsenal after eight games. Eight yep. games. It's just scary.
0: He's on base to score sixty goals. <laughs> Yeah. 60 goals. And, and yeah. he's on
1: course to break Alan Shearer's record in February 2027. Yeah, he'll be sweating bullets, old Al.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh,
2: last thing before we go. Kane.
0: Uh, he's. Uh, Holland has, had, has one of the Hadricks, Phil Foden had the other. There's another short king that had... It's, it's a great week for short kings. Another short king had a hat-track at Anfield, of course, Andrew Trossard. First trick at, yeah. at Anfield ban opposition since 2009, according to Be In Sports and my dad, uh, as yeah. we mentioned at the start. Who Wait, is since when? Short king? Since 2009.
2: And do you know who that was? Arshavin.
0: Yeah. Yep. Good. Um, a bit of trivia. Yes. Uh, who? Who out of the two Who's? Uh, who's taking it?
2: But what short king of the week? I think yeah. we're both
1: agreeing. I don't think there, there's any other contenders.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of the
2: two, but who? It has to be one. Uh, it's got to be Trossard simply because. Oh, who like, was the other one? Uh, the Foden, got Foden? As well. Foden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, like, they would have won that game anyway. They spanked them. Um, like, they had Har- Arlen scored a hat trick as well. Like, don't get me wrong, great, great effort to get a hat trick, but he only matched the achievement of his teammate. Whereas Leandro Trossard, I mean, what a player what a player i mean he's so good what's the uh, thing he does Look. yeah uh, i
0: yeah, can't he, he say I was, was eyelids, as, eyelids, I, I was as actually i wasn't
2: as like complimentary towards him when he was doing it having opened the scoring against arsenal last season at the emirates i was probably shouting some obscenities at him um oh, yeah. but he he's a pretty good player like he he's a neat little technician and he and he knows where the goal is i like him
0: neat little technician on that yeah. note yeah
2: He's one
1: of the players, so I don't think nope. I don't think he'll he'll ever. This is this might come back to bite me, but I I don't think no. he'll ever be amazing. I feel like I feel like he's, he's he's he should stay at at like a Brighton sort of level, like uh. I and be a you know big fish in a small pond sort of thing. Like I th- I I feel like it. I he seems like one of these players. If he went to a top club, it would sort of ruin him. He'd it'd only ever be a squad player, and it wouldn't quite go his way. So uh, mm-hmm. I I I think it that's the only thing about Trasai, but he is good.
0: He's great. Um, neat, t- neat little technician. Uh, yeah, is a, is a, is a, that's a new one I've uh, I've not heard it before. On that note, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna end our neat little episode there. It's uh, it's roughly forty five minutes long. Wow, that's yeah. quick by our standards. It is quick, but I have to go because I do have a football. Manager tell them that owner. for Ali.
2: What'd you tell them that for? You should have just made out like we're professionals and we're like becoming more slick at this. Well, uh... people
0: are gonna see the YouTube thumbnail. Forty-five minutes.
2: Not it's not a secret. I know, but you don't have to tell them why we're you know getting to the end and. Uh no, oh. but in
1: fairness, I they're probably all thinking, What a weekend of football. How are they only doing a forty-five minute episode when they've dra- when previously we've dragged out an international break one for an like hour, hour and, hour and so. a half? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> dragged out. No. Um well because this week. Okay. I'll tell you
1: what.
0: I'll tell you what. There is uh I, I do want to give a mention to some results around the world because it was a really interesting weekend um let's do a quick little tammy uh uh tabs on tammy his As roma side he started on the bench his As roma side one two one away at inter who are struggling this season struggling uh compared to last and you thought you know lukaku coming back he scored on his first game assisted by Lautaro, and everything's good and rosy again no um i think they're they're uh, they're not challenging for the league title at the minute Although that might change, of course. It is Serie A. It's one of the more unpredictable leagues in terms of yeah, all of the it, top seven. Yeah, it's exciting seven. again this year. Yeah, but Inter are eighth. Eight points from top. Um, Roma now Napoli are... Uh, Napoli are top. Napoli are uh, top. Uh, equal with Atalanta. Uh, three points behind are Lazio and Milan. And then Udinese at fifth. Uh, yeah I, I, do you know
2: what give a mention to Udinese, a good friend of mine an italian fellow he supports them and, and he, and he has right. watched one of their games um it, i think it was the weekend the the... Surname Pottle, is it is it what the surname yeah, is the surname Pottle. Pottle. no 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 they're <laughs> in watford don't they <laughs> um no it was the weekend that all the games were postponed for the uh for the, for the state funeral um yeah and yeah, we had, we watched one of their games, 1-2-1. I mean, I was, take, I was taking such notice of it, I can't even remember who they were playing. But they won 2-1, the opposition got a red card. Um, but they're having a good season.
0: Uh, having they, a cheeky
2: little, cheeky little good season.
0: They were playing against... Uh, they went 3-1 against Aswala.
2: 3-1. Three, yeah. There you go, I didn't even remember the score. Three, yeah, yeah, there you go. 3-1 against Aswala. I'm Asuola. paying such good attention
0: to it. But, but you yeah, should watch it. Season. Who's in ninth, guys? Who's in ninth? After Juventus. eight matches play as anyone, Juventus. Juventus, exactly. yeah. Correct.
2: They're struggling. They're struggling. But they can't
0: sack him, can they? They're, they're skint. They are skint, and you love to yeah. see it. Uh, and uh, see it. yeah, but uh, Tammy Abraham in that Roman game, to come back to it, uh, came on and uh, missed a really weird chance. Like, it was one-on-one. The defender, to be, uh, to be fair to him, I think it was Scriniar. Like, kept backing off and backing off and backing off in such a way that... Tammy, like, w- always wanted to find the shooting angle and quite couldn't because he- if he went either way, Scriniar's spotty position was, okay, I'm going to throw my body this way or that way, regardless. Yeah. Um, he ended up just dragging it wide in a weird way. Uh, but I think, like, if he had faked one way and go the other, Scriniar would have fell on his on his back. Uh,
2: why well, he's not getting a minute for England, Tammy? Uh, That's why he's out of favor.
0: Probably. Because yeah.
1: looking great though. And, Dybala's and goal
0: it, was immense. That finish is so underrated. That he I, I, uh, scored off the volley with his weaker foot right in the top corner. It's cool. it's, it's
2: great. And
1: great I love the ground. fact Mourinho's back and he's charismatic again. He's in a good mood and it's like it's it, he's just pure entertainment. Like good league it, for him
2: to manage in. I think at this stage in this yeah. career, I, Rome
1: is a great team as well. And a good club, though, but, like, yeah. always underdogs and. Um, I've never been one of the big teams in in one not one of the not not sorry I should reword that because they are a big team in Italy but never been one of the big title winners all the time yeah um and they've um and so a good underdog so he, he loves a team that's you know everything's against them and and they're they're EG building a together a nice wee side and Chris Smalling with the winner like maybe he should be on the plane yeah to, true to the
0: maybe maybe well, he had a great game. Smalling. Um, in uh, in another weird little league table order, I suppose. Union Berlin in first in the Bundesliga, Freiburg, then Bayern, then Dortmund. Dortmund lost against Kuhn uh, or Cologne, I think it's, it's in English. Cologne. Cologne. Yeah. Uh, lost three two. Um, they were three one down at one point. Uh, so that's a weird little one as well. If they'd won, they would have gone top versus Dortmund, but they're letting the winners get down. Bayern are just going to win it again, aren't they? Yeah, it's but a weird little start. Oh, Union Berlin, him, man, four games without um, Union Hey, Jordan, Jordan Piefock is uh, is at Union Berlin, so I it would be in my best interests to see him win. Uh, okay, and uh, to to end it, Philadelphia Union lost against Charlotte FC four nil last night.
2: You should have got that out of the way early. I can't, have have you,
1: I can't believe you let a woman
0: yeah. beat them.
2: Charlotte. Charlotte.
0: Oh, and it was played with uh, NFL lines as well because there was uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, who play in the same stadium as Charlotte FC, were supposed to play in Florida, uh, and then their game got moved because of the hurricanes that were happening here. Uh, well, not here, down in Florida. It was moved to Charlotte, so they had to draw the NFL lines before the MLS game.
2: But they played with the NFL posts. Part they as played as well. with the and NFL. Kind of no, no, under no. The, uh,
0: no, not the posts. In, no. in the
2: small part of the goal.
0: <laughs> no, just the, just the lines. But it looked very high school. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah. that, that was a weird little one. Um, but uh, on that note, uh, please don't have as bad a week as I did. Union losing 4-0. Liverpool drawing 3-3 and being mid-table shambles. And the U.S. men's national team having no hope of doing anything respectable at the World Cup, so uh, have a better week than I did. There's
1: always a hope, Ali. They are an England's group. Yeah.
0: Uh, they well, uh, it, this is just going to end two 0 England. It, 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 just just book it from now. Yeah, we're we're far from doing anything. I think we're going to finish fourth on maybe one point against Iran. But let's talk about that later. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate. Pleasure, mate. It. Have a have a have a better week than me, and uh, yeah, one last shout out to uh, FM Community Charity. Awesome week. Hope to be involved again. Hope to do it again. Thanks to everyone for your generosity over the week. Um, appreciate you all. But we'll see you this time next week, unless we have a bad, a as bad a week as my team's. Okay. Bye.